Welcome to season three of Sky Blue Stories as we return yet again to take you through everything Sydney FC related. Jonathan Finger talking to you right now. And there's no one else that I would rather be potting tonight with than Sean Maloney. Hello, Sean. How are you, my friend? Hello, Jonathan. Thank you for that wonderful intro. Long well, time no talk. Well, yeah. In the FC sense, anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and definitely no C, um, unfortunately, apart no. from Zoom. <laughs> Locked apart from Zoom. But, um, I'm staying in my LGA. Don't you worry. Yeah, you, yeah, you are. You are. You're in the, you're in the naughty LGA, aren't you? There's some ADS <laughs> right outside my window. <laughs> Just wave, wave to the camera. Yeah, there was this camera. like red laser pointer straight oh, yeah. going around. Interesting. Interesting. Like horrid. Interesting. Um, mate, tonight we're going to go through, uh, I guess, what's happened since we last uh, did a pod uh, post-grand final. Um, still getting over a few wounds, unfortunately. Yeah, we won't talk about that. But things, yeah. let, let's just say things haven't improved in Sydney uh, since that grand final loss. <laughs> 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 uh all around, but um, we're going to talk some transfer business. We've had some interesting transfer business. Um, we've had some some really really positive re-signings and some interesting re-signings. Uh, so we'll go through all of that, and um, we asked our listeners for their input into that as well. So I'll make sure I um, pull some socials up later on and, and, and get some of those better, um, well, not better, but some of those takes mm. um, that they've put forward for us. Um, we've got a pretty full squad to, to talk to, Sean. Um, we'll also um, talk recent W League news, so that of Teresa Polias and Natalie Tobin returning to the club, um, which was sensational news uh, on the back of on the back of the uh, Teresa Polias um, nabbing, nabbing, nabbing one back, one out of two back from Perth Glory's clutches. Exactly. <laughs> too bad. Exactly. I think that's what said one, one out of for two the, bad. <laughs> One for the good guys. One for the good yeah. guys. We got uh, got that back. Um, the other the other thing ex- exclusively, Sean, we can reveal is um, obviously this year with COVID nineteen around, there will be no uh, sky blue sky blue ball um, and no celebration of the season that was. Unfortunately, where they do the the end of season awards, so um, we understand that they will be uh, the club will be doing that uh, later this week. And um, we're gonna we're gonna have our best guesses at uh, at who who's gonna take out those those awards for for season twenty 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 one. All right, shall we smash out some news? Um, there hasn't been a yeah. lot of for a while, but there's never a dull moment in the land of sky blue. Uh, first one, let's just do this nice and quick, like a band aid. We had that beautiful Indigenous design by award winning mm. artist Tony Albert for our new home. Um, over at Moore Park. It looks absolutely beautiful. Sure does. Uh, I can't wait to put our bums down on them. Mm-hmm. The blue wave. Yeah. Um, the next bit I'll mention is uh, Paramount Plus, of course, as we know. And um, we can get a reduced fee with our Sydney FC membership, which there was a little bit of conjecture on um, on the mm. socials, on Twitter sphere and whatnot, because um, it seemed like some of the other clubs had it slightly cheaper than us, mm. which I don't know why, but, hey, what's, you know, DT, um, DT seemed to indicate, ah, getting my words mixed up. It's been a while since I've done a podcast. Um, Danny seems to indicate uh, that there could be some more news coming on that um, for Sydney FC members. But, yeah, 
it's a bit late. I mean, Paramount launches tomorrow. Uh, well, when this pod releases on the 11th of August. So $75. Uh, look, you know, if you're an A-League fan, uh, if you're a football fan, it's a no-brainer, really. You get your Matildas, you get your Socceroos. So I think it's pretty 100%. good value. Absolutely. So, yeah, that will, uh, that'll be launching launching tomorrow. Unfortunately, again, uh, FFA Cup's been delayed. Um, so there won't be any uh, content, football content for a while. But, hey, maybe it'll give them uh, a bit more time to, to iron out the decreases sean well let's just jump ahead to the next point i've got because you mentioned ffa cup and um mm. you've been living under a rock um you you should know by now that we've got a massive uh first up round with uh sydney olympic it's almost like a mini sydney fc versus us <laughs> it is. Um, it is. which would be i'm begging i'm hoping being in belmore um that it's down the road at belmore sports ground what a mad night that would be um to go down there and watch the game uh, but we'll see what happens with this draw and um, lockdown and whatnot. Yeah, it's it's such a shame. It's such a shame because, um, as we know, FFA Cup is is all about the communities and all about mm-hmm. you know getting out to those suburban grounds um, at the height of winter. Usually, it's, uh, it's a bit later uh, this season, but um, you know, getting in, getting amongst it and and really you know experiencing football at at that grassroots level. Um, and and at that NPL level in particular, we've had some some wonderful battles over the years, Sean, which we've uh, which we've gone to uh, a couple at Adenza Park, um, Spring to Mind, Sydney United, uh, Bankstown Berries, I think it was. We we also played there, um, and more recently uh, with Danny De Silva scoring. Was that Rockdale? Rockdale, Rockdale? City, yeah, yeah, oh, FFA yeah. Cup. Um, so. Brilliant nights and, and real highlights of, of the season and really gets you in the mood for, for the A-League and what's to come. So yeah, it's such a shame that um, if, if they were to, to put those games on with, with limited or, or no crowds. Yeah, that would kill it. But um, another thing I, I saw as well was um, with our Sydney FC packs this coming season, emails coming out this August, we'll be able to kind of pick and choose so be able to decide whether you want that poncho in your membership <laughs> or not, Jonathan. I know Chrissy will want his. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that works and just how what the level of like customization you can have with with the bits and pieces, you know, with the little badge and um, you know, scarf, oh, sure. etc. Surely it's scarf or hat. Is that is that what we're thinking? I'd always go. Are you a scarf or a hat? I'm man? a scarf. No, I'm a scarf yeah, man. No, yeah, you got you got one hat. You you got them all. So. Yeah. So yeah. and then I'm like, geez, that could be a quite a high level of customization with that delay, the rollout of these packs getting to us. But um, but I do love that initiative because um, and it just puts an extra level of incentive to become a member. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's brilliant. Um, again, customization. Um, uh, let's see what options they they have out there. I love the little uh, I love the little. Uh, additions that they've made to the membership packs over the years, Sean. Once you hit a milestone, you know they had the the silver the silver key ring for five years, I think it was. Uh, Ten years, we got a special members scarf, and and for those um, day oneers with the with the fifteen years, they um, got some replica replica trophies, I think it was, in a beautiful set, um, which I'm very jealous of. So I'm not far away. So hopefully they're still doing that in uh, in two years' time. Uh, so yeah, look, the, they're kicking goals there. I think that'll be very, very welcome uh, addition and, and option for for the members. Of course, we've got the A League kicking off on the thirtieth October, and the girls joining us a couple of weeks later on the thirteenth of November. So or is it? Only, yeah, I'm sure DT and the gang are 
looking over their shoulder going, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> please, please be out of lockdown uh, and all that by then. At least maybe, you know, 50% inside the stadiums or something to that effect. You'd, you'd hope that... Uh... You'd you'd hope that there'd be enough vaccinations around the country by then. You would hope, Sean. Yeah, um, I've got my second jab on Friday. Very good. I'm very proud yeah, of you. Doing very my proud part. of you. Your yeah. right wing, you know. Yeah. Five G. Hopefully it was up the butt. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully it was AstraZeneca. Yeah. Was that was um, that his name? Was it? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we had the SFCU rowdy busy um with his graphs and whatnot um yes none other than um our own Messi. player of the year player of the yeah. year ninko ninko so this so for those uninitiated those new listeners this is um the the player of the season as voted on the sydney fc forum uh sfcu which sean you and i and james when he's present yes, will um, put some votes in every week as well as uh, the, the rest of the forum goers and and come up with a you know, uh, six points towards towards the game. And, yeah, Ninko, Johnny Warren yeah. medalist. Were you surprised with that? You expected that? I, I think because I saw earlier on in the season he, he, he pulled, you know, five out of seven games or something ridiculous, um, I was sort of pretty confident that, um, that he'd take it home. Uh, I mean, he had a fantastic season. Uh, again, standing out above, above most, uh, most of our guys. Um, really interesting that the, the second and third places. Well, Costa got a lot of, you know, got a fair bit of slack. Um, first half, he had a quite a good strong second half or last kind of third of the season. Mm. So he hit his stride a bit. Um, I'm still a little bit surprised he finished up so high. I was, I was thinking yeah. by starting, his name starts with V and rhymes with uh, Ratton. Um <laughs> Might have been in that. T- I think he finished fourth, maybe fifth, Lukey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then look at Bobo. Like, he missed the first, what, eight, nine, ten games? Mm-hmm. Was. Um, yep. Finished off with 12 or so goals. And I'll, I'll go to Golden Boot for the season. So, there's yeah, a bit of goal-scoring bias in there as well because Costa was scoring goals when no one else was. Mm-hmm. Um, even if he wasn't playing superbly, he, he was, you know, he was our league. He was our golden boot before Bobo arrived. So, um, yeah, a bit of goal scoring bias there. But look, I, I think Costa he 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 what he he certainly wasn't as bad as as what some people laid on earlier in the season. Um, you know, got in the right positions, and as we uh, as we spoke about quite often on Sky Blue Stories, uh, once we had a recognised striker, um, he was back to his best. Yeah, interesting. The two of those three names are two of the oldest in the team. So, you know, come this podcast in a year's time, um, mm. interesting to see, you know, I think this might be the last, one of the last times we might see those names in the top three. Don't say it. Don't, don't say it. Don't, no, don't say um, it. Another thing quickly, the boys are back at training this week, um, essential workers. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. COVID safe, masks on, lubed up a hand sanitizer all ready to go. Yeah. Do you reckon they've all they're all double double dosed up, Sean? I'd hope so. I'd, I'd, I'm not sure they've at least had their first. They're doing the um, they're doing the the cute little you know New South Wales Health ad yeah. promotions, aren't they? I saw Redders and Wilco mm-hmm. uh, doing their little bit to to try and promote uh, the benefits of vaccinations, and yeah, so that's uh, that's interesting. I haven't noticed any other clubs doing that. No, I tend not to pay much attention to other no. clubs. 
That's true. That's true. Um, um, this yeah. next bit of news, Jonathan, I'd like you to oh kick it off if 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 you can with a oh a certain queen royal yeah. amongst the sky blue. Well, this was so this uh, this bit of news is we spoke about the potential for this. I think Sean um, quite a bit over the, the course of the season. Will she? Won't she? Um, and and that's um, that's the recent news about um, the Queen of Sydney FC, Teresa Polias, uh, taking a year off from. I believe from the content I saw, she is pregnant. So congratulations to Teresa. Um, when when we spoke to Teresa, uh, geez, lockdown last year, it must have been about twelve months ago, um, fourteen months ago. You know, she was she was umming and ahhing a bit and, and and talking about wanting to start a family and everything else. So, um, really, really uh, big news for for Teresa and and her partner and and family, and um, really, really big news from a footballing sense as well, Sean, for for the W League. Uh, Sydney FC W League without Teresa Polias, like what? It just doesn't make sense. Like you just, like she's synonymous with Sydney FC and the W League team. So um, big shoes to fill, um, or you know, little shoes, little shoes, tiny, little feet, yeah. little big shoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you can't hold it against her. She's done everything in the game. She literally has given blood, sweat, and tears for the team for the mm, club. Mm, mm. Um, she's only still relatively young at 30, 30 uh, 31, 32 years old. Um, so I, I could see her, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. She sounds pretty keen to to come back afterwards. Um, and and you know, let's let's hope if that's what she wants, then that's that's what she's able to do, you know. Um the 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 other bit of news on the back of that, just skipping ahead a couple of points, Sean, is is obviously the Nat Tobin news, uh, who you know, we again we had the pleasure of talking to Nat. Um, I think it was just before the W League Grand Final uh, this year, Sean, mm-hmm. and um, she was she was fantastic, um, fantastic on the podcast. And uh, little did we know that um, about two or three weeks after that chat, that uh, she had an opportunity to go over to Perth and, and, and sign with Perth Glory and, and leave Sydney FC for the, for the first time, you know, um, as a fifteen year old, but. Um, as as luck may have it, <laughs> she's uh, she's been granted a release from that to to stay at Sydney FC and and pick up the captain's armband off Teresa, and she can continue on with that one hundred percent record she's got as as Sydney FC captain, one from one. That's right. That's right. Now now, question for you, Sean. Question for you. So before before this season just gone twenty 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 one of the W League, we saw Nat playing in that midfielder role. Do you, do you think now that Teresa's stepping oh, aside that Natalie's going to go back into the midfield rather than the heart of defence? Oh, absolutely. Um, but she I, did such a good job at centre-half. I know, but I think Nat's begging, dying to get out of there. Oh, she's done great. <laughs> yeah. job. She'll do whatever she can do for the team. But yeah. um, especially with Claire Wheeler gone, I can, mm. uh, unless there's some new signings and we'll find out later this week. <laughs> later this week, yes. W League news uh, is coming. Based on who we know is there and pre-signings and whatnot, if they are, you'll see a, a Taylor Ray, McKenzie, and a Nat Tobin middle three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still uh, pretty formidable. Still pretty formidable. Um, but look, j- just to just to sign off this little bit of W League um, news. Congratulations to both both ladies. Um, 
it's you know we're unashamedly huge fans of both uh, both of the girls uh and and for Teresa and her partner I mean that's um that's such good news uh and couldn't be happier and and that uh again uh you you can't not like Natalie Tobin um she's such a she's such a true sky blue and uh it's going to be it's going to be brilliant seeing her uh, seeing her line up again for, for Sydney FC uh in the coming months well, one of our actually did end up in Perth um, and, uh, on, on another yes. bit of news. And I look, when we spoke to a certain big person there at the club and um, the chance of Brandon's coming back, I thought, oh, he'll, he'll come back to us. He'll mm. play for anybody else. Um, but unfortunately, then I started to think with the passing of his old man, um, you know, family based in Perth, it just... You know, I dare say it made sense for him. Uh, and as much as, you know, we're, we're dirty on him not coming out because he's such a terrific bloke and he's such a bloody good player. But you can't hold it against him, against him for staying in Perth and, you know, and where it all began for him really at the end of the day. Yeah. He, he still broke my heart, Sean. Still yeah. broke my heart. How could, how, how could Brandon do it? How could he do it? Is there a clause in the contract that he can't <laughs> play against us? You know what I mean? Like when players... There should be. Yeah. There should be. Uh, he should be cup tied. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Brandon O'Neill um, looks to be taking on a obviously a leadership role at, at Perth Glory under Richard Garcia, and um, it's that pesky Terry McFlynn, Sean. I reckon. I reckon yeah. T Mac. It's got T Mac's hands all over it. T Mac's hands all over it. Um, so yeah, like, good luck to Brandon. I uh, again one of the all time greats. Um, in, in terms of, of Sydney FC players, but also just in terms of um, decent human beings, and and there's another um, bit of news: he, he and, and, and Jules uh, expecting a, a little one as well. So um, there's something in the water. Sure. Not another dog, an actual child. No, not no, a human child. Oh, okay, yeah. There must be something in the water. Uh, anyway, speaking of of young children, uh, Joel King. He was at mm. the Olympics, um, and I think he was one of the best in the team. Played every minute of all three games. I know it didn't quite go the way we wanted to come the Egypt game, where we thought if there was any game to get three points, that would be it. And, um, mm. yes, okay, maybe some questionable tactics and, and setting up against Egypt might have cost us uh, at least a draw to get into the next stage. But um, on a personal note with Joel, um, I think it was one of the best of the Olympics. Outstanding. Olympics. Outstanding. Um, wow. Like uh, his trajectory, and that's something we'll probably get into when we start talking about transfers and, and, and ins and outs in a minute, Sean. But um, I mean, not long ago on, on this pod and, and every uh, Australian footballing podcast, I think, in a, you know, in, in Australia, um, you know, people were bemoaning the, the lack of youth minutes uh, in the A-League and what the last season um, has shown, just the quality um, that is out there, uh, and not only that, but you know, you, you give the you give the kids a go and and look what they produce. And and, and Joel King, I mean, you know, um, we're dropping a lot of previous podcast guest names tonight, but talking to um, Andrew Redmayne uh, again at the back end of last season, uh, you know, basically saying, why isn't Joel King being considered for the Socceroos? You know. Um, He's because he's been that consistent. Uh, so 
oh, Kingy, and he's a bloody champion uh, as well to boot. Um, I, I, I don't think. I just don't think he'll be a Sydney FC player for much longer, unfortunately. Yeah, after the performance he put in over that tournament, um, up against some of the best names in, in, yeah. in world football, um, yeah. I'm sure there'll be some you know, Korean, Japanese, who knows, uh, Middle Eastern teams sniffing around. Oh, I, I feel like you'll. I, I feel like you'll go to one of those um, second tier European leagues, like a Denmark or a, or you know a Belgium. Uh, that sort of area. I feel like um, what Ryan Teague has done similarly. I, I think so, and where Gersback sort of found yeah. his trajectory going as well. Um, yeah, look, I'm not a, I'm definitely not a, a, a European um, football aficionado, but, but you know, I think even the Dutch league could could be um, somewhere where he he would uh, he would thrive, but. I just think Holland would be a bit more difficult for him to get regular game time. Whereas if he went to a Denmark uh, league or, or the Belgian league, he might have a bit more of a chance um, of getting some regular football. So, yeah, anyway, he's not gone yet. Um, and let's hope he doesn't. But uh, it, it, things are going well for, for young Joel King. Good on him, deserve it. Uh, Sky Blue Ball Awards aren't happening um, in the traditional sense. However, let's have a bit of a guesstimate. Yeah, as take home the awards when they get announced later this week. Yes, yeah, so we won't we won't do the obvious one, which is you know golden boots and and all that jazz. Um, but uh, yeah, a few few categories. So from our understanding, again, uh, that that'll be happening online, similar to last year's ones, Sean. Uh, for those that those that played along at home last year. Um, so player of the year. Well, uh, shall we go ladies first? Yeah. Yeah. Who do we um, think? I want to try and shy away from just goal scorers, although, uh, you know, Courtney Vine, I know she didn't finish the season mm. because of her, what, MCL? Yeah. She could be in amongst the awards. Remy was strong, but then you might want to go like a... Uh, I'm gonna and Ali Green. She had a brilliant season. I'm I'm Yada was brilliant in that grand final. I'm gonna sure go was. with a little bit of a smoky because she was well. I don't know how smoky she is, but she was very consistent in a Mackenzie Hawksby. Oh wow, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, Macca. Mm. Very good, very good. I'm um, I'm also gonna go a little bit of a smoky um, because she. Again, I don't think got all of the plaudits, but Claire, Claire Wheeler. Um, uh, again, the, the the height of consistency um, every game and um, really, really uh, ran the engine room um, for Sydney FC and and and, and uh, tried to make things happen. I think that um, I think that Claire might get it, but as you said, Sean, all those names um, you, you could put an argument up for all of them. Um, Nat Tobin was sensational. In the heart of defence, and anyone across that defensive line, again, we conceded the fewest goals uh, of anyone uh, on the way to the Premier's plate. So, yeah, wow, uh, that that that's a tough one. That's a tough one. What about A League player? A League, look, uh, Ninko's an obvious one, and understandably so. But a player of the year, I think Bratton. I think he was a standout player. You love Bratton, yeah, I do. I'd love to play some golf with him. I happily be, <laughs> um, but. He, um, you know, regardless of that grand final, 
uh, which I know he regrets and we don't hold oh, it. Yeah. It's not like. Yeah. He had a brilliant season and we wouldn't have been where we were on the table and in the finals we went for Luke Braddon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to be boring. And, again, this isn't necessarily, Sean, I, I guess this is who we think is going to take the award. So it's not necessarily... You know, we, we already did our who we thought our players of the year were on a previous podcast. Um, I I feel like uh, Ninko will will take it out. I feel yeah. like I feel like Ninko will take it out. Um, the things that that man can do with a football uh, just make you, you know, gasp for breath. Just he just um, blows time and space. He's uh, it, it's you know, and, and and again the grand final. Um, Coming with that injury, you know, could things have been different? Um, we we won't know. But, uh, yeah, so I think – so you you think Mr. Bratton, I will say Ninkovic, and we've got Claire Wheeler and – Mackenzie. Mackenzie Hawksby. All right. That's very good. Very good. The next category um, that we wanted to run through was under-20s player of the year. Yeah. This is a bit of a smaller field, Sean. Yeah, especially in the W League. I've been looking at their date of births um, <laughs> yeah. with a magnifying glass. So and... we don't so we don't know, just for the listeners, we don't know if this is 20 and under or if it's under 20s, like yeah. 19. So we'll, we'll do our best. Yeah, so under 20. I, I, who did I say? Um, maybe... You've got Charlie Rule. Charlie Rule. And who's the other name? Oh, there's Angers. Uh, Angelique, of course. Yeah. And who was the other brother? Taylor Ray. We think Taylor Ray qualifies? Yes. She's 0-1. Very good. I was surprised Charlotte McLean um, didn't qualify, but, um, you know, she's all of 21. So, um, uh, yeah, I would say if it was between Charlie and Taylor, wow. Uh, Taylor didn't start as many games as she would have liked. No, when, when Claire came back from that injury that kept her out for the first handful of games or what it was at the start of the season, mm. and as Claire came back, you had a Mackenzie, Claire and Teresa. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd still say Taylor Ray, I think. Um, yeah. There's not many options in the under-20s for, for the yeah. W League. So. And for the blokes, um, we, again, we think that Joel King being uh, it's 21 very shortly. So we don't think he's eligible for this one. October, yeah. Uh, so the only one I can think of for this one, Sean, is, is Paddy Wood. And just one thing, Joel King, they've got him at 78 kilos. <laughs> Ringing wet? Ringing wet. I think that's a mistake. You wish you were 78 kilos. I wish. Oh, I could take him. <laughs> um, but no, I think with the, the under-20s one has to be um, Pat Wood. I think so. I think yeah. so. Four starts, uh, 17 appearances off the bench and four goals, uh, including a, a brace against MacArthur. Uh, so I think I think we've got that one. I think we've got that one. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, sticking to the youth theme, Sean, uh, the next Sydney FC award to be handed out would be the Rising Star Award. So it could be a male or a female. So it could be, again, it could be one of those um, younger girls that we, we just mentioned from the W League. Um, or it could be an NPL player. Yeah. So. I, I think the pool of NPL players obviously is larger than, than what we've got in the women's. Mm. Um, and the rising star might kind of be 
ticked off when they do the under-20s award for the women, at least. So I think Rising Star would probably be Sagegic. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Fantastic. Yeah, and yourself? Fantastic. I will go with uh, the young man that's just signed a scholarship contract, oh, yeah. Patrick Yazbek. Yeah. Uh, Patty. So I, um, both both midfielders, um, di- different midfielders, but uh, again, Segicic made the bench for the, was it the semi final or was yeah. it the grand final? I think he had a couple of games yeah. on the bench. Yeah. Uh, as well. So yeah, uh, I reckon I reckon one of those will get the rising star. Last year, um, the incumbent for that award is Adam Pavlicic. So uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that one plays out. Mm. Now, Golden Boo won't bother with Members Player of the Year. <laughs> members Player of the Year. So who do we think the members would have voted for? Yeah, it's hard to go past. It's hard to go past. Yeah, everyone loves Dinka. In the women's, maybe Jada, Jada might get it. Or maybe yeah. like, a, like a Remy or Courtney, one of the young girls. Not getting Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I can't argue with that, Sean. Um, be very, very... Interesting goalkeeper of the year, Andrew Redmond. No. Yeah, <laughs> Golden Glove. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's move on to the juicy stuff, Sean. Uh, something that you're going to take us through. Um, we want to talk about new players to be coming into Sky Blue this year, um, but also some re-signings. Which uh, again, we ran our we ran our eyes over um, in the last part of the season talking about who we think we should and shouldn't re-sign. And, and um, I think most of them we've, we've sort of nailed uh, most of them there. So why don't you, why don't you take us through uh, yeah. some of those names, Sean? And we'll, Let's we'll kick off them. with um, the Argentinian Messi, Anthony Caceres. We've got three more years with him. We're stuck with him, with thankfully. Um, fantastic. I, I love that we've locked him down for three seasons. You just, you, just, you just gave our listeners a scare. You thought we were signing Messi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anthony Cassette. DT would have to dip into his very deep pockets for that. Um, even we know we could afford it. One of those change. one of those houses up in Manly. <laughs> uh, but no, Cassera is brilliant. I think he had probably his best season to date with us. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. and what Anthony needs and what he deserves is just regular game time. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah, and yeah, we saw him flourish when he had that opportunity regularly last season. And he, he, the makeup of the squad, I think, now means that he should get that, uh, Sean, whether it's in that holding midfield role, which he offered something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I dare say not his preferred position, uh, but, you know, he, he can fill a number of roles, any pretty much any role in that midfield. The next name is a new yet old face. And uh, amongst the new signings, um, he's probably the one that's getting the most attention in a, in a positive way, Maxi Burgess returns. For two Very good. Seasons. So you, you're doing these in um, how they were when, when they happened. When they happened, yes. is that right? Okay. Yep. Max Burgess returns. Are you happy? Because I know he hasn't seen much football in the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, very happy. I, I do like Max Burgess as a footballer. Um, I just hope we didn't pay too much for him <laughs> in the cap. Um, it'll be. Very interesting to see how he's used. Um, yeah, do you think coming off the bench, do you see him playing in like a 10 role or like a winger? I, I don't see where he starts the season. 
as, as in I, I can't see him in the starting lineup at the start of the season. Yeah. With him coming back from no football and whatnot, and the core of the mm. team still there. Yeah. 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 Oh, look, I think um, I, I think between Caceres, Ninkovic, uh, Barbarousas, even on a flank mm. with Bobo and Lafondra up front, uh, I just I just don't see him being ahead of those guys uh, for a starting spot. But we'll see. We'll see. Old mate, the old dog, Alex Wilkerson, he's back. Um, age shall not weary him. Um, at 36 years old, he makes me feel so much old. Like he's doing things at the same age as me. Oh, so I need to pull my game. Uh, my thoughts. But no, so happy to have him back. Outstanding. Uh, had to be done. Uh, I think was always going to be done. And uh, again, you know, centre half don't get the credit, uh, especially outstanding ones um, like him. You know, he he could he could be up there with Player of the Year, Sean. Yeah, um, Wilco quite quite easily, um, as well as Caceres, who we who we mentioned. Um, I think AC had a had a brilliant year. So yeah, it's great to have the captain back. And um, you know, I'm, I don't think it'll be his last year. He could go around I, again. I think he could. I think he could. Um, this next one, Jono, you how, how do you feel about this one? <laughs> so Bobo's back. Bobo's back uh, for another one. Um, Look, I, I'm not going to argue with, you know, um, Sydney FC second highest goal scorer of yeah. all time, record breaking wide ass. Um, I, um, I, uh, I think it's good. I think it's really good. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know what Corrick is going to do with the formation. Mm. Um, we've got a very large squad. Um, and and obviously there are going to be certain players that that will want some some game time, uh, and there'll be certain players I think um, that that won't have much at all, which, which begs a question as to why have we signed them? Um, but Bobo doesn't fit that category. Bobo is definitely going to play a, a big role. Uh, I just don't know if it'll be. I, I I think it'll be in the role that we thought he was going to be signed for in the first place. Does that make sense? So come off the bench, eighty off minute. And yeah. then somebody's injured and needs a break, like he, he might start a game. Yeah, or against or against those, you know, sides that um, you know don't like defending against a big mobile uh, tap-in merchant <laughs> who can head the ball in uh, from anywhere. So yeah, it'll, it, he'll it'll give us something different, and I think um, I think that's I think that's a smart business. I think it's smart business. Mm. Um. You didn't like this one because he was um, wearing a darker shade of blue than what we're accustomed to when we would prefer. I like the announcement. <laughs> the announcement was good. So, well, with the Simpsons. <laughs> the Defender. The Defender. What's your, Donna, you know a lot more about James than I do. Um, I think a one-year deal is sensible. I think that's, that's smart and just to see how he goes. I am okay with Mr. Donerkey as long as he does not get first crack. Ahead of Ben Wallen. Um, look, Donicky's won two comps, I think, two championships. Um, he spent some time in Korea. Uh, he most recently played in that Indian Super League. Uh, he went on loan immediately from uh, Newcastle Jets and never never pulled on a, uh, a red and blue shirt for them. Um, 
Look, a very accom- accomplished defender. If you look at Wilkinson, Warland, Donachy, as opposed to Wilkinson, McGowan, Warland, mm. I think we're poorer. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're poorer, but but maybe not by as much as some people are saying. Mm. Um, having having a bloke like Donachy on, on the bench as your as your um, you know defender is is pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, the fact that he yeah, is quite victory aligned. It always gives me a bit of the the irks, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I think again, a, a smart business, smart business. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Warren to get first crack, and I think understandably so, and and you should. Um, so maybe, like you were saying, that with this, I don't know, we haven't gone through the entire list, and we will, but mm. there's quite a few players that we've already got in certain positions. So hopefully, a bit of competition on the training ground. Mm. Mm. read you know and, and up each other's game so yeah, uh Connor O'Toole was an interesting one I quite like Connor as a player two seasons mm. although people said hang on we've already got a, a left back and a very good one at that in Joel King and of course we've got Zulo which is I don't know what's what's happening with with good old Zools Jake the pig yeah mm. um happy Jonathan uh, I I similar to you Sean uh, I like Connor at all as a as a footballer and, and, and as a bloke, I, I just no offense to to the, the to the young guy, but he's he, he's not good enough to start for Sydney FC. Um, he's got a lot of improvement if, if that's the case. Um, yeah, I, I think as a as a backup option, um, he's he's quite good, quite good. Uh, but but he, he he's he's not good enough to, to start for for Sydney FC. Yeah, who can play every minute of every game and would mm. only get time away if God forbid he's injured or suspended. Mm. That's the only time where I feel like Conor O'Toole might be able to get a go. Y- yeah, exactly. If Joel King gets transferred and Zulo's not fit, then that's I think that's why we've got Conor O'Toole. Yeah. Um, I just, it was a bit of a strange, it's a bit of a strange one for me. I, I get the feeling that the club is is uh, expecting Kingy to, to move on in January and, and just in case they can't find someone else. Okay. Um, that's my that's my suspicions anyway. Okay, all right. Uh, young bloke we already mentioned, wonderful Paddy Yazbek. He's got his two-year scholarship. I think just like you and Hoff coming through that this fella could start for us in the Remember country. the name. Yeah, a couple of seasons. So it'd be great for him to get a, maybe some FFA Cup time um, with some <laughs> of the fellas um, before getting maybe some opportunities off the bench this season. No, brilliant young bloke. And uh, hello to Mr. and Mrs. Yazbek, who, who both uh, liked our, our comment about Patty on Twitter when we put it up. So that was very wholesome and um, embarrassing. Sorry, Patty, got to, got to say that. Um, but uh, yeah, l- looking, looking, uh, Looking every every bit the winner, Sean, and and, and again, going to create wonderful depth in that midfield for us. It's um, it's going to be hard to find a midfield more stacked than than Sydney FCs this year. Now, the next name I'm going to skip and come back to. So yeah, there's, there's a lot to talk about, yeah. <laughs> and and the, our listeners and Kevin will know when we get to this name. But I'm uh, very happy to see Trent back. Um, Shitty run with injuries. Um, with what was his groin? Was it his groin that pulled up before the adductor? Yeah, uh, you're right. Um, yeah. But he 
he could start for us. Like he, you could see like a Lafondra Barbarossa's Trent front three, mm. if not coming off the bench. Um, you know, tired defenses late in the halves, late in the second half. Um, it could be quite advantageous with a full, fully fit Trent. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, and uh, the injury ended up being quite a bit more serious than they thought. Mm. Uh, so yeah, great to have Trent back again. Offers something completely different to to anyone else that we've got. Tommy's back, uh, signed again. He uh, is back, which is an interesting we, one. Yeah, we thought we there was we had a little bit of an idea that maybe somebody might snap him up. Yeah, but he's certainly good enough to start at another A League club. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was yeah, very interesting, very interesting. So they were they were done well, they've done well the club to to keep Tommy as uh, as the heir apparent there behind Redders. Yeah, he was brilliant in the back end of the season with no Redders. Certainly um, was. And we showed, uh, the club showed some faith in, in Chris Savella, keeping him on and yeah. getting him through that ACL rehab. Yeah. So very stacked in the midfield, um, in that in that middle third of the field with likes of Bratton, Retre, Caceres, Burgess, Neuenhoff, Binko. Yeah. But no, we're stacked in the midfield, which is, a, it's, it's, which is pleasing. There's great depth. Now, on to the next one, Jonathan. Um, please take it away. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to make a you know, little less conversation joke or something. Uh, um, uh, sky, sky blue suede shoes. Um, uh, so the, the, the last uh, inbound uh, player signing uh, that the club made was uh, Elvis Kemp Sober. Uh, from the Melbourne Victory, um, Burundi International, the Burundi Messi, I think is what they call him. Um, oh, I don't know where to go with this, Sean. Um, I I don't understand from any angle whatsoever. Um, uh, let's put the Melbourne Victory thing aside. Um, he, he he was probably one of the better players for them in a the worst Melbourne Victory side to ever um, lace on a boot. Yeah, lace lace on a lace on a boot, uh, finishing dead last, um, much to our you know uh, appeasement. Um, I, I it's just confusing. Like it's really confusing, especially when you consider now that, like I said, I think we've got twenty eight contracted players. 28, Sean. Um, so he never showed, you think he never showed anything at victory in the past seasons to say, okay, there's some potential here? Oh, there's potential. There's potential. And look, I don't want to absolutely slate the bloke. Um, you know, it's just, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like our, our, our all-conquering you know, NPL side, not all conquering in terms of results, but the talent that we've got there, like surely, surely it just makes sense. If you need someone to play that role, you you play one of those guys. Um, I don't think Elvis is is different enough or, or has that much extra talent or game-breaking ability than, you know, a, a Segacic or a Yazbek or a Kachowski. Saraceno, you know. Saraceno. <laughs> Right. Um, I just, I, I just the, don't. Or our fourth Reich. And the fact, yeah, and the fact that um, it was a two-year deal. Mm. 
I, I, I don't know what what are your what are your thoughts? We've got some we've got some feedback from from yeah, the two, general two populace. things is like I can't see, and what we just said was I can't see. Like, are they saying that he is better, albeit maybe marginally, but better than our prospects in the MPL Academy boys? Like, that would be a bit of a kick in the guts if I'm an Academy boy thinking, hang on, this bloke who's average at best at victories is better than me. And if I'm a Saraceno, Segegic, you know, um, mm. you know, Kaczarski kind of player. Um, and I forgot on the other chap who scored that massive strike from outside the box, you know, the fourth Reich. Um, as I like to call Jayden, it. Oh, not Jay. Girdwood Reich, is it? That's Girdwood one. Oh, yeah. 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 I know he's only young. He's like 17. But still, um, and in our current squad, if there's anybody who's similar to him, it would probably be a Trent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We already have... We, yeah, we don't need Elvis. He is surplus to our needs. We, we, we don't. We don't. And look, let's let's hope that he, he plays, he plays well. Uh, he he put you know makes us eat. What's the saying, Sean? Eat our words. Eat our words. Let's hope that. I I hope that beyond all hope. But prior to this year, Sean, um, he'd made forty odd appearances for Melbourne Victory and scored one goal. Mm. So this year he, he's come on a bit. He scored five goals. Um, I just I don't see where he gets game time it's very much for me it's a Mitch Austin signing like the club did a few years ago um, he you know you can't say oh they're going to play him in the Champions League because he he's, he's a foreigner foreign player um, yeah, I don't even know where that is but okay yeah the continent of Africa that's about as close as I'll get um, yeah, it's it's mind blowing, really. Like when it and and the response from not only Sydney FC fans but but general A League fans was was the uh, the most outrage I think I've ever seen on a on a signing. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I, I hope we eat our words. I hope we eat our words. I hope we're wrong. I hope that Corica finds and Paul Reed. Um, I hope they find a way to to get the best out of him, and that he surprises us all. Uh, I I just don't see him getting an opportunity. Touch wood, unless we have a very very deep uh, injured list this year. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Let's talk about our departures. Yes, first one was ABJ. How do you feel about that, Jonathan? Have you lost any sleep? Are you okay? Maybe only one night. Um, oh, look, I, I really liked Alex Bamiohan. Um, he still hasn't signed for a club, which is interesting. Um, but I'm not going to lose a lot of sleep because I think we're covered. Again, what he added, I think we're, we're, we're sort of covered. We've yeah. got enough players to cover that. In his defence, you know, I think, what was your little analogy description? It was like having a Ferrari park. Yeah, what was yeah he's, he's a Rolls-Royce. He's a Rolls-Royce. So, you know, you, you take him out on a Sunday, um, you know, for, for an hour uh, or half an hour, you know, just around the suburb and in mm. your LGA, so you're allowed to. And, um, you know, you leave him in the garage for the rest of it because you've got Ninkovic, Caceres, you know, um, et al. on the pitch in front mm. of him. So he, he was just underused. Do you think he'll us. stay in the A League or he'll I think he will. 
I think I, I think he will. I'm surprised that he that he hasn't popped up at, at one of the clubs yet. Um, he loves Sydney, uh, this as in the city. Um, so yeah, it, it's an interesting one. But like, not look, not going to lose a lot of sleep. Uh, wish him all the best. I hope I hope he does um, stay in the A League and and you know picks up a starting a starting role yeah. and plays at least sixty minutes. You know, seventy minutes every week. Um, you got Paddy Flotman. Gone. Um, he wants game time. You can see that there's there's Wilkin, yes, McGowan's but you got Wilco, Wallen, Lanovich, and um, yes, so and yeah, Nike. So Anton uh, Anton Milanovic will will take take that spot uh, off Paddy. Now, Jordy Swibble. Um, any whispers where he might turn up, or any any thoughts there, or no? Um, and I. I'd be surprised if another A-League club picked him up, to be honest. Um, I think there are the, – I guess the difficulty in getting foreigners into the country might might aid him in, in getting a spot somewhere in an A-League squad as a striker. But, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. Don't know, Sean. Um, I think he'll, he'll probably end up going around in the NPL next year. Yeah. If he stays in the A-League, I reckon he'd end up at like a – Maybe Central Coast, probably more so maybe a Newcastle Jets, mm, like mm. that. But I can see him ending up at like Sydney United, Manly United, Black Hakoa. something like that. You yeah, know, playing around the MPL one. Yeah, yeah. Ryan McGowan, unfortunately, Gals is gone. He's off to the Middle East. He's Kuwait. Met his mates. He's started yes. already. He seems like he's settling in very nicely. So um, sad to say goodbye to him, but you know, yeah. never say never. He may end up coming back. Um, yeah, no, he was huge, huge for us, uh, and, and yeah, certainly wish wish Gowser all the best. Very funny bloke, and Luka Vanovic, Luki, we released him from the final year of his contract. Um, you know, he's keen for more game time. Don't hold that against him. He couldn't quite crack in our first eleven. Um, no, and, and I. I I don't. I don't think he was going to. Um, so yeah, it, it's exactly what he, it's probably what he should have done twelve months ago, to be honest, Sean. Mm. Um, and that's go and, and try and find a bit more football. I think Warren Moon um, could be a good good manager for him. Um, likes to play um, some kids up there. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Luke goes um, in, uh, in in for the season for the Raw. Now, if we continue with the four two two two. Corica's favourite, uh, mm. Sandra's too. Um, our back four should be something like Waller, Wilco, King and good old Ryan Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have Bratton, I imagine, Caceres. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neuenhoff, perhaps, when he you know gets better with his back. But say Bratton and Caceres. Then the next four blokes, Jonathan, <laughs> what, what, who do you see as the next, uh, the next two? I Ninko think- and... Costa, yeah, I think playing off the shoulders uh, in those wide wide roles. Uh, obviously, they'll both have that license to to come centrally as they like to do, um, which is really interesting, right? Because both completely different players. Oh yeah, not um, cheese, but they offer different, don't they? But the other, but the other good thing about that is that they'll both be able to play left and right. So I think they'll you'll see them swapping sides. I think quite often. Hmm. Um, just for a bit of variety and, and to, you know, to give Ninko um, an attack at, at different defenders. And then obviously I, I think 
I think you're going to have uh, Lafondra and and Bobo up top. I think I think that's how I think that's how it'll go. Um, I know earlier we said that we we see Bobo playing that more off the bench sort of sort of gig, but um, if he stays in the formation that he's stuck to, I think that's the form that's the, yeah. the lineup that he goes with. Um, and maybe Trent chiming in with Alfie up front, or maybe a Paddy Wood with a year under his belt now in the A League. So yeah, yeah, and then you've got Max Burgess. Um, you know, you've got a potential bench of, of Burgess, Retre, Neuenhoff, Bahaja, Wood, mm. Donerkey. <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty good, uh, it's a pretty good looking bench. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, interesting. It's all ahead of us, Sean. It's all ahead of us. Let's um, we asked we asked on the socials um for some hot takes on on what we just went through ourselves, Sean. Um. We also ask our wonderful Patreon. So thank you to the patrons who um, who came in and, and got a bit of a, a head start on everyone else. So uh, Yvonne, uh, Davey and Ardo all, all chucking on their their two cents. Um, and I've got to agree. I've got to agree with quite a lot of them. Um, everyone seems quite happy with Max Burgess, Sean. Yeah. Um, there aren't too many that, that, are, that are disappointed with that. They're, they're glad to have him, have him home. Um, Camp Sober, I think, again, sort of everyone's uh, after the initial shock. I, I think they're all they're all willing to give him a go, most anyway, and, and hope that he, you know, hopefully scores a couple of winners against uh, Melbourne Victory. Um, but uh, you know, Ardo, the eternal optimist, has um, has said that he's going to trust in in Corica and 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 Co's judgment. Uh, and see and see how it goes. Um, so they're all sort of scoring us at around that seven out of ten mark, which I think is probably on the high side in terms of incoming. Um, I don't think we've improved our squad from what it was overall. We've gone backwards a little bit, um, certainly on paper, but with the squad, um, the talent that we do have there, the core group as well as the coaching staff, um, they might bring out something that we're not expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Andre Bombach um, on Twitter said, uh, Burgess, okay. Quite interested to see how he goes. The others are just unimaginative. I know people want to try to put a positive spin, but I'd rather invest in our youth as backup for positions rather than have players over 20 from other clubs block that path. And I think that's pretty much in line with how you and I summed up. Uh, yeah, especially elders couple of those signings yeah especially especially Elvis um uh Nick Rojas was looking forward to a bit of a rant from you Sean uh <laughs> I don't think you've you've provided one for him um uh, and we've got a couple of solid three out of tens uh Steve Armstrong and uh DJ or the Balmain boy um if, if Ardo's the uh the optimist uh the Balmain boy is is certainly the uh pessimist in 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 city fc twitter sphere um well it doesn't say much about our signings when the bloke i'm most excited about hasn't played for like 18 months <laughs> oh it's only yeah it's probably oh, only right. six months probably only has six it been months. that long no nah, it's been longer than that anyway for a while yeah, yeah. um and had you know yeah, contract disagreements but he, he maxi was fantastic at west united um teaming up with Beshard and even before that at Wellington 
he was showing a lot of promise. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks. Um, thanks to everyone that, that did uh, get in touch with us and, and leave some comments either on Instagram, Facebook uh, or Twitter uh, or on our Patreon, as we said before, Patreon's going strong. Um, thanks again to everyone on there for their support. If you're listening to this and you haven't liked us on any of the socials, please do. We've, we've, uh, we're building up the numbers slowly there. Um, it's it's a good place to to get the latest from Sky Blue Stories and um, what's going on around the club. Uh, Instagram, Instagram is growing, Sean, day by day, doing very, very well, very interactive. If uh, if you like random random game commentary and outrageous takes from Jimmy on Twitter, you can uh, you can see him on there every now and then. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, if you if you want outrageous takes uh, from Sean, well, you just got to wait until we play a four two 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 again mm. and see how uh, see how that goes. <laughs> but. Uh, what what else have we got on our list, Sean? Do we, oh, just, we, look, we, we can't say too much about the W League girls because, you know, um, it hasn't quite been announced yet, much to Michelle's disappointment. Mm. Um, she's getting a bit upset that everyone else is in the W League announcing signings and re-signings or whatnot, and, and we haven't seen it. But Coming. look, a couple of things we can say. Of, of course, Nat Tobin, she was gone. Now she's back. Um, and thankfully, as our captain too, the one and only T, she's... Um, hanging up the boots momentarily to and that's a big deal like you know yeah. women in football they're not full-timers so mm. not only do they need to contend with working full-time to put a roof over their head and food on the table and whatnot but for those then who want to move into motherhood that's another thing they need to juggle as well so um yeah. you know full-time teacher going to be becoming a, a full-time mother I take my hat off to her um maybe a dt maybe danny might be um Came to do some babysitting. The Godfather, Dane yeah, Townsend. Get, get a child. <laughs> make make her an offer she can't refuse. <laughs> Might be a horseman in the bed. I reckon Danny would be a fantastic Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the only one that's gone so far, of course, is Claire um, off to Europe, as we've already announced. So um, I don't think the squad would change all that much. Obviously, there's probably a couple of names to come in. Um, very Australian flavour and a young and a young team, we were one of the youngest mm. teams running around the W League last season, if not the youngest. I could be wrong, but I don't think there'll be too much change. It was a almost grand final winning team. Um, just a couple of names to replace them, likes of Teresa and um, Claire, and we're right to go. Yeah, absolutely. And look, that spine uh, is going to be really, really important. Um, I hope there's... <laughs> There's one player I hope that we see again, Sean. Um, and this is a bit. This is someone that we we haven't mentioned too much, but Natasha Pryor. Yeah, Canberra United came in late for us. She was. Uh, she's just a force to be reckoned with yeah. in defence there, and especially if Nat is uh, is going to be plugging one of those spots in midfield, um, we're going to need we're going to need a presence there. Um, and, and Tash Pryor filled that role outstandingly. Who would, who would partner her? Well, that's where maybe a new name comes in because you'll have Ali on one side and Charlotte on the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Charlotte McLean was, was fantastic in her debut um, W League season. And, um, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, it must be, probably be a, uh, a new signing. But, yeah. um, South but Hall, Tash, Dr. Fry, yeah. 
Our forward stops, our forward yeah. stops with Courtney, Remy, Princess, and, and Alira. Assuming Alira. Well, Courtney's the other one. So Tash Pryor and Courtney Vine, I think, are the two that we absolutely have to um, have to hang on to there. Mm. Yeah, I think that's uh, that, that, that's all we can say in regards to the women, Jono. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, got a lot. Got through a lot tonight. Um, there's always something happening uh, with the club, as we know. There's there's not really an off season. Uh, still a few months out from from A League football, uh, so we uh, we won't be coming back next week. Um, we'll come we'll come back every two or three weeks. I think Sean just have a quick chat, um, see what's going on around the club. Um, we're hopeful that uh, there'll be an FFA Cup uh, competition starting in the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, like I said, if you haven't liked us on the socials, please do so. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, Drop us an email, skybluestories at outlook.com or uh, just reach out to us individually. Slip into our DMs, whatever. Slip, yeah, whatever. Whatever. So go for it. Um, enjoy your football until then. All of the European competitions are back either this week or, or uh, the weeks to come. So there's plenty of football going on. Make sure you sign up to Paramount Plus and show them their, uh, your support for the game in Australia. Thanks for tuning in for this uh, this special transfer edition and we'll be back with more Sky Blue stories very, very soon.